0: Good morning to all our listeners and welcome to the 10th V-Pod episode by business customer of I am Vishakapatna. In today's episode, we have with us Ranjini ma'am. Ms. Ranjani currently working as a director, analytics and data sciences at VMware. She had 14 plus, expe- uh, 14 plus years of experience in setting up and growing data science, product management, consulting and analytics field with stints across high-tech companies such as Dell, Oracle and VMware. She had been awarded as a woman in artificial intelligence leadership 2021 and listed in the top 150 AI and analytics leaders in 2021. She was also a silver medalist in her MBA program at uh, MICA Institute. So very warm welcome to you ma'am, to our podcast episode.
1: Hi Vijay, hi Krishna. Really nice to be here. And it's so good to see such enterprising young kids, right? Trying to build a podcast and run it. So yeah, happy to be here guys.
0: Great, thank you. So we'll start with the, our question and session, ma'am. Mm-hmm. So the first question we have for you is: How does AI ML help companies, and what problems do data scientists, analysts usually solve? Awesome. All right.
1: Um, that's a great question. Also, a common question which uh, one often hears, right? Um. So, all right, first of all, taking a step back, right? There are different types of AI teams in itself, right? Um, Some are more research oriented, but in general, um, large analytics teams across organizations, they exist to help drive business value or customer experience, right? Um, Give the end customer great experience. And uh, one thing I very strongly believe in, um, Vijay, is that, the latest AI models, right, which you could use, or the algorithms are quite irrelevant if you cannot translate this output into an outcome, right? So for example, if you have an insight, you're showing numbers, you're showing dashboards, so what, right? How is it helping the business? How is it helping the customer? So if you think about it, analytics in itself should help drive a couple of high-level areas, right? Every problem you take, it'll usually fall in one of these two areas, right, in general one you're either trying to evaluate the health of a business or a product right um and you're trying to drive the product roadmap in itself so for example you're saying okay what are the gaps in this journey right in the customer journey what should we address things like that right and um, you spoke about uh, data scientists and analysts, right? So the business analysts would usually work on such problems. They would do exploratory analysis. They could do consultative work. They identify what are the outliers. They figure out what changes are there in the metrics. They'll probably build out dashboards, reports, visualize things, example, things like that, right? So um, anything you want to understand around the health of the product, say churn, retention, that is where the data teams work on, right? That's one part of it. Uh, the other area is uh, where you can use data scientists to optimize a product right or, f- for example, uh, can we automate an existing manual process, can you provide uh, ML driven recommendations, can you build intelligent routing algorithms that improves experience right now these are usually production ready models and these get deployed with the help of engineering teams, right? And this is where you would probably need data scientists. The one we spoke about earlier, that's more on business analysts, right? And this is probably areas where you need uh, ML engineers or data scientists, right? Uh, So bottom line is, no analytics isn't only calculations. And uh, I highly recommend that any person who gets into it, right? Or teams who work in the space should start and end with what does it mean to the end customer, right? And uh, the ones who actually understand that are the data scientists who would actually flourish in their careers. Does that make sense, Vijay?
0: Yeah, ma'am, definitely. Uh, That was very well. So the next question we have for you is, how Mm -hmm. do someone transition into data sciences and analytics from another field?
1: Yeah, so there are many people like this, right, Uh, very, very keen on moving into analytics and they would come back and say, okay, how do I start my preparation towards it? Um, So let's see if I can break this down, right? So whether you have just joined the team as a fresher or even if you're trying to move into analytics team, right, there are a few things which you need to keep in mind, right? First thing is fundamentals. Uh, many people just want to get into it, right? I would say, ask yourself, why? Why is it that you want to get into it? What is it that appeals to you about it, right? And that will probably determine the trajectory you take. So, um, when you start off, if you're keen on a career in the space ideally you should have your fundamentals right now again you may not be exceptional in uh, uh, say python or r but then i i think it'll it makes sense to get comfortable in at least one of the languages right and definitely have a working knowledge of sql and if you can visualize things that would be a plus right so again you need not necessarily be an expert or master but understanding basic things definitely helps, right? Because you can talk the language, you understand what's happening within the teams. Two, more importantly, uh, can you tie your skills to how you can add value to the team? So for example, some you are a software engineer, right? You're trying to get into analytics. so. How, how could you help the team with areas which are aligned to your core skills itself, right? So for example, can you help them build um, or bring in best practices around coding, help them with data engineering or building pipelines, right? Or say you're a product manager. So can you bring that product mindset to help them scope requirements better from an end user perspective? Or say you're a fresher, right? But some of these freshers have great visualization skills. So can you help them build a mock-up or can you shadow someone to help with documentation? So tr- try to tie your skills back to what is it that will add value to the team. That's, that's what I would uh, recommend, right? And I'll give you an example we we've been we, uh, work on a lot of NLP-based models, right? Natural language processing-based models, which uses text data from tickets and uh, the business knowledge of yours is very, very relevant, right? So we had this technical support engineer who was very keen on understanding data sciences and he had like fundamental SQL skills, right? So, but he had great business context as well. So he kind of worked along with us as a stretch project for around, uh, maybe three months or so, he was part of our sprint meeting. So he, he kind of got great exposure, right? In terms of how uh, data science teams and itself work. So uh, whether you, we, we have an official program uh, within our organization to do stretch programs like this, but even otherwise it's worthwhile to network and identify teams where you can do this, right? Because at the end of the day, nothing beats that real life experience. So those are the two or three points I would keep in mind, right? As you, uh, venture into the space and try to make a mark for yourself.
0: Sure. Thank you. Uh, I hope the audience will uh, keep these things in mind and maybe <laughs> progress in the field of analytics in the future as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, the next question we have for you is basically it's in the three parts. Okay. The first mm-hmm. one is how should pressure succeed in this space? The mm-hmm. next part is how do you connecting the dots across the businesses and technical areas to succeed mm-hmm. and grow? Mm-hmm. And the third part to it is, what skill sets are essential for it?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's quite a loaded question, but um, I'll try to understand uh, answer those three areas, right? Um, first of all, what you alluded to in your question that, you know, how do you connect the dots with business and technical, that's absolutely on the spot, right? Because data without the right context is just noise, right? And... Uh, Recently, there was this Gartner uh, research. What they predicted is that 80% of um, analytics insights, right, or outcomes from AI AI models, will not deliver business outcomes. This is until 2022. Now, if you take a step back and think about it, right? There's so much of hype around AI. Everyone wants to do it, but why is it not delivering results, right? So that's a that's a conundrum we have before us, and. Uh, Part of that is tied back to your question in terms of not able to connect the business and technical areas, right? So there's this uh, real-life case study, um, which I read a while ago, right? It was in one of the papers. So this company, they wanted to launch an intelligent recommendation system. Now, um, let me explain that, right? So basically, the objective of that was uh, they have customer service agents. They usually solve problems for the customers, right? So can you help build a recommendation engine which could suggest solutions to the customer problems, right? Because it'll save money, it'll save time, it'll give better experience. So um, they built it out and then um, after nine months they figured out that the agents weren't using this recommendation system at all and then they spent another six months trying to figure out why are they not using it right so then apparently what had happened is this recommendations that the system was offering it wasn't very relevant yeah um and then they went back and so why is it why is it that the recommendation is not relevant to the uh, and the customer service agent right and the problem was not with the algorithms itself right instead what had happened is the company had uh, relied on training data based on the technical descriptions of customer problems, rather than how customers would describe them in their own words. And if you think about it, there's a huge difference between that, right? Like how you would see um, a knowledge-based article versus something which a customer writes, it's different, right? And therefore, the the problem over here was in identifying the right data sets to take and understanding the business context within which you need to train the models, right? So this, you might think it's one-off, but it's more common than you would assume, right? So the reason behind why I brought up this uh, case is because if anyone wants to be indispensable at their jobs, right, which I, it's not just, data science in general right and i think ideally you should spend the first three months three four months asking questions more than providing solutions so talk to people around ask them about the challenges um, you know what are the b- bigger business problems they're solving how is it impacting the business how do they define success right because for you your model success may just be okay accuracy right but then is that exactly how the business defines accuracy, right? So even before you get to the modeling part, to your original question around skill sets and what should I focus on, I would say get a thorough understanding of data. Many times people want to just build the models, right? No one wants to get their hands dirty on the data. And that's like a short short, uh, path to failure, all right? So one thing we do as part of our onboarding whenever we get people onto our team is we'll get them a buddy mentor. And then we'll get them to shadow and experience resource. We also get them to do a data exercise, right? Understand the products, do product trainings, and then review it with the team. So at the end of the day, you should be able to look at the data and answer questions, right? Like you should be able to say, okay, how many issues did the company raise last year? What does renewals mean to you, right? Those should be questions you should be able to answer. So now the second part, so that's the part where the, the reason I brought up all of this is in terms of what you asked, right? How do you Connect the dots between business and technical areas and what skill sets you need. Now, coming to the other part of the question, right? Um, uh, I would call out skills versus focus, right? First of all, um, what skill sets you should develop depends on the analytics maturity of the organization you are in or you want to seek to be part of, right? Most of the organizations, if you think about it, which I, they start with a very uh, generalist team, right? Which is much leaner, very smaller teams, right? And they would expect the person who join um, initially to roll up their sleeves and help across. So they would el- expect them to do a bit of data engineering, build APIs, code it, Uh, you know, deploy it, um, document it, things like that, right? But as organizations mature, then there is a need to go deeper, right? And then there'll be a better delineation in between data engineering, data management, governance, analytics, things like that. So skill sets, therefore, right, align to that. So if you are starting off with an organization which has smaller teams, a generalist kind of profile helps, right? But if you are getting into more specific to data engineering, maybe skills specific to that will help. Um, Having said all of that, right, what I do recommend is you don't start by trying to become an expert at everything. That's the mistake I think many freshers do, right? Identify what are your core skills. Um, there There are people even within my team who are really great at storytelling, right? There are people who come from a software engineering background who write like really beautiful code. There are people who can interface with the engineering teams to build great pipelines and deploy models, right? So identify your strength and, you know, focus on becoming better at it. So that's probably what I would uh, call out, right? So think of it like analogy as changing clothes, right? Try it out and then figure out what is it that you want to do more of.
0: Great. Thank you, ma'am. The audience will uh, clearly understand like from the examples that you like. Mm. You We need to understand from the customer point of view, not only from the data perspective as well. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So uh, this brings us to the end of uh, podcast. So guys, you heard it, the word from the voice. I'm sure the students will be able to apply these learnings in their lives. On that note, uh, I thank you very much, ma'am, for taking out your time on, for our podcast episode. Thank you and have a great day. See you in the next episode of VPOD.
1: Thank you, folks. Great being here.